Welcome to episode 148 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you straight from Japan. You can find us basically everywhere under TDR Explore, for, uh, such as the website, which is, has everything, okay? TDRExplorer.com, on Twitter, and on Instagram, and on Pinterest, and on YouTube under TDR Explorer, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. I take photographs, and I go to the parks and have fun. Um, and you can find me going crazy making thousands of lists of my favorite attractions because today we're going to be talking about attractions and with us as always is chris chris what's going on oh not much just hanging out um i think when this episode comes out i'm actually going to be in the u.s awesome cool so yeah i'm going to be in this is like the future yeah a lot of people that are listening a lot of explorers are listening i'm probably going to be in your home turf so um how weird would it be if someone was walking around listening to the podcast, like they're walking around Animal Kingdom or something, listen to and the podcast, and then they see me? <laughs> what? That'd be they crazy. should get a prize for that. A uh, selfie? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not you get, they get a selfie, and you have to share it on social, me- social media. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, so if you're listening, um, this should be out. I, I should be in Walt Disney World. Yeah. Or Disneyland. Okay, and if you see Chris yeah, and if you take a selfie, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come and find me. Come and find me. <laughs> it's like Pokemon. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I guess I'd be a little harder to find in the U.S. parks because I kind of blend in with everybody <laughs> a little bit. But you got that cool, uh, that cool TDR fashion going on. That's true. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna be rocking all that. All that. <laughs> Probably Halloween fashion. I think that's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> True. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor of TDR Explorer. I guess that was kind of obvious, but whatever. <laughs> and I'm eating the one all the seasonal food at the U.S. parks. What? What? Yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> and it's food and wine, right? When you're there. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm looking forward to that. Oh my gosh, so you're really going to be eating all that delicious, delicious so, food. So, okay, 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 like this is totally off topic, but I was kind of thinking okay. of doing a, like a video or something on the food and wine. You have to. And just like maybe comparing it to some stuff in Tokyo or something like that. Like I have to think of an angle of some sort, but okay, just trying all that food. Because I, I do a lot of food videos. So. You could do like a time lapse of you eating all the food around to- around uh, Walt Disney World. That is a good idea. That sounds like a lot of food, though. And that, there you go. That's why it, 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 it like zip through it. Like, I think I'm only going to Epcot like, for like... Chris eating this and he's eating ice cream and he's drinking. And then he's at the, at the Japan Pavilion, then at the Canada Pavilion. Oh and, and it's like going through all the food that you eat and all the cocktails. And like in, in the Navi land, and what is it, like uh, Avatar land, and you're eating all the food. Oh, my God. I would watch that <laughs> so much. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe I'll do like a vlog of just me eating. Like, oh, what if I did that? A vlog of just, I record only me eating <laughs> my entire trip. funny sound effects? I'll throw sound or effects like in. I'll throw graphics on the screen. Music. Yes. Like flashing words. That is a good like idea. Delicious, yummy, happy. 
that is a fun idea. So instead of just doing like, you know, the normal old vlog that most people do, I'll just do I'll just make sure to record me eating every single time and then just make this one long video of everything I ate at Disney World and Disneyland. That is a good yes. idea. Do it. Do it. I'm going to write that down. That is a really good idea. Like, seriously, that is a good idea. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of like... Speaking of good ideas. <laughs> speaking of good ideas. Uh, it's a good idea to subscribe to our Patreon uh, to support the podcast. And thank you to all of you who do. <laughs> that was a good segue. That was really good. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so uh, by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. We have a bunch of rewards on there. Make sure you check them out. We have a $15 level where you get a bonus episode every month from us. And you're not going to find this episode anywhere else. It's only on Patreon. So it's a 30-minute episode, so make sure... You check that out if you want to hear us talk about nonsensical stuff, because that's usually what we end up doing anyway. So there you go. <laughs> if you want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash TDR now. All right. So next, we have a very special guest with us. Michael is joining us for the second time on the podcast here. Hi, Michael. How are hi, you? Hi, Chris. Hi, Trish. Good day, everyone. Hey, how you doing? How's it been? <laughs> been pretty good yeah oh that's good and yeah and well obviously you're from australia yeah <laughs> that is so awesome yeah so we had you on here um it, when did we have you on here last like march? march it was march that feels like it was a very long time ago Doesn't it, it does yeah. <laughs> a lot has happened a lot happens in the theme park world in six seven months mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really does it does. <laughs> Have you been to any of the of the Disney parks in that time? Yeah, I went to Hong Kong Ooh. in June, and, and it was the most cursed trip I've ever done. Oh no! <laughs> but we won't get oh, no, into oh, that. No. Uh, well, quickly, yeah. yeah sure. Why not? Like, well, yeah, tell us what happened. Uh, just, uh, everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> like what? Like what? Well, the flights were delayed. I had no hotel oh, when no. I arrived at Hong Kong. Oh, no. You, wait, you had no hotel? What had happened was I booked, but I hadn't paid ahead of time. Uh-huh. Right. And the hotel sent an email saying we need to receive a deposit ahead of time. It went to my spam folder. Oh. Oh, no. That, and so I had, it, it wasn't a Disney hotel, was it? No, it was, it was in the industrial d- district. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, what did oh, you that's... do? How did you get a place to stay? Uh, the guy at the hotel bailed me out. Oh, oh that's good. So I, arrived at, I arrived at Hong Kong midnight, mm. got to the hotel, said, sorry, your, renova- your reservation was cancelled. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's like everyone's worst nice nightmare. Right? <laughs> yep. So I was quite prepared to stay out in the lobby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yep, say, book, I'll book the rest of my nights here right now, if I can just hang out in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> but he found another hotel. Oh. Oh, good. And I didn't know the taxis were so cheap. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. We were just talking about that yeah. on, a, on another episode that's coming out. We were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the taxis in Hong Kong are pretty reasonable. They really are. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so okay, so you the hotel you got that fixed. What yeah. happened after that? Oh, I went in June, which you said not to go to, <laughs> and there was <laughs> yeah, and there was a T one storm thing in effect. Oh, then yeah. on the right. second day, T three. <laughs> yeah. So the weather was crazy. Oh. Yeah. The one thing that was I can't laugh about, I actually fell down a staircase. Oh my god! And oh. hurt my back. No, are you okay now? Yeah, it wasn't anything serious, but just. <laughs> oh no! Did you did you break any mirrors? Walk any la- no. under any ladders? No, just bruises. <laughs> oh. Thankfully. <laughs> well, that's well, yeah, okay. Oh my gosh. Worst things could have happened, I guess. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so some bad stuff happened. What was what was one good thing that happened? It was an amazing trip. I don't regret it for a second. I can mostly laugh about it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it makes for a really good story. Sure. Yeah, it does. It really does. But I got to see Mystic Manor and the castle and see Judy and Nick. Oh, cool. Oh, good. Because that was my whole reason for going. I put it off for years. Then I saw Judy and Nick would be greetable. <laughs> Didn't get to greet them in the end, oh. but I saw them in the parade. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they would have been in the Easter parade, I think, at yes. that time. Yeah, good. Well, at least you got to see them, so that's really good. I like yep. that. <laughs> and so, wait, uh, refresh my memory. Was this your first visit to Hong Kong? Yeah, it was my first visit. <sighs> okay, so Mystic Manor then, right? Yep. So I guess we can kind of segue into what we're like, what the main topic yep. is. It's almost um, as if it was planned. <laughs> <laughs> I planned it this way. Yeah. Um, so uh, the main topic is going to be what our top five attractions are, no matter where they are. So it doesn't have to be Disney. Uh, it can be any attraction that we've experienced or want to experience or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I know, Mike, you have your list. I have mine. Yeah. And Patricia has 20 lists. So <laughs> we should probably get yeah. started. <laughs> But, okay, Michael, I'm going to let you go first because I'm okay. guessing one of yours is from Hong Kong. Uh, not number five, but one is from Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's that? Uh, it was a tough contest between 20,000 Leagues at Disney Sea and Amazing Spider-Man, but I'm going with Amazing Spider-Man at Universal Studios. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to ask about, um, yeah. was there any of them at Hong Kong by chance? Yes, there is one Mystic Manor at Hong Kong. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to get trying to get yep. get to. Oh, you make awesome. a nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic Manor is so good. Yep. It really is. It blew my mind the first time. It's just one of those rides where you have to see it in person. There's no YouTube video that's ever going to do it justice. Mm-hmm. I know there's really good ones out there, but you have to see it in person. Especially in that first room when the sparks are flying around. Oh, yeah. That took my breath the first time and I couldn't figure out how they did it. And I had to go right again and figure it out. <laughs> and it's just so clever. The lights go out and obviously they drop the scrims. Mm-hmm. Or the mm-hmm. lights are out. It's incredible. Yeah, it's such a it's such a well done attraction. And I don't know, we, we, like, we've talked about it a million times on the podcast. Um I probably wrote it 30, 40, 50 times. Like, still not sick of it. I no. think I got eight, I think I got eight rides in. <laughs> That's pretty good for your first go. Yeah. 
I even that got a good. I even got a certificate. Oh, you got what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is something they do constantly, but one time I was getting off, a cast member came up to me uh-huh. and gave me a certificate. Oh, cool. Recognizing me as a guest of Mystic Manor. Oh, that's awesome. I've never seen that. So you got very lucky with that one. I'll send you a photo after this of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see it. I want to see it. The only thing I regret Uh. was she made me write my name on it on the spot. Oh. (laughs) And standing in a dark room using her hand as a desk. (laughs) (laughs) My handwriting's not impressive. (laughs) That's pretty awesome, though. I love that. It's, It's those little... Like those little extra moments, magical moments, just make it that much better and more memorable, and right? So it's what imagine it can do when they are being told to do something terrible. <laughs> I read a whole essay about it. About every decision they made was perfectly calculated. Oh wow! Albert's a mm. monkey because we instantly get mischief. Monkeys mm-hmm. are associated with mischief. It is all these little stuff. Everything to build towards the story and atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And it's so yeah, cool that it's true. like an original story and it has like that yeah. perfect mix of like Disney tech and charm, you know? Yeah. The only thing wrong, but I wish there was more of it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that would be <laughs> yeah. the only thing you <laughs> of can course, make it even right? better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mystic Manor. Um, so that's on your list, Mike. That's also on my list as well. Um, 100% Mystic Manor. Love it, love it, love it. Patricia, out of your 20 lists, I don't see it. It's not on any of my lists. Although, <laughs> Shut I, I, her! <laughs> there's too many attractions. I would put it on my honorable mention list. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. It's, yeah. I get it. There's, there's a ton of other attractions to pick from as well. Um, Michael, you mentioned uh, Spider-Man, yep. correct? Number five, Spider-Man. <laughs> That is from, uh, is it the one at University of Japan? Yep. And to be honest, I thought the English version was kind of lame. Oh. Doing it in Japanese, you can imagine how threatening you ever wanted them to be. (laughs) But when I listened to the English track and it's just bad pun after bad pun, I was starting to groan near the end. Uh. (laughs) So that might knock it down. Spider-Man is really cool. Yeah, so Spider-Man. I did that, so... I, I, I did the older one in Universal Studios Orlando. Like, this was years ago. Mm-hmm. And I did not like it because I got super sick. <gasps> That's right. You get motion sickness. I get really motion sick. But I rode the one here at USJ. Mm-hmm. And because it's 4K 3D. Yeah. I still got a little motion sick. But nowhere near as bad as I wanted to throw up my entire guts. Mm-hmm. So I actually got to enjoy the attraction. <laughs> yeah. But when it came and, out, it was so groundbreaking, right? Yeah, it came out in like 2004, the original version. Yeah. But then they recently redid it not that long ago. Um, now, that attraction is not in my list, yeah. but I can see why it is. Yeah. And like in uh, in yours, Michael, I can yeah. see that. Because it's one of those times where the screens actually were used as an advantage. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I don't yeah. like screens because it's not real. But the way they designed the sets to interact with the 3D images, it just, to do something you wouldn't it, be able to do with auto animatronics. Right, right. It was just it's, phenomenal. It's true, it's true. And the good thing with the USJ version is the wait times aren't ridiculous for that one on most days. It's not too I, bad, yeah. 
I think I got 13 rides in two days. Oh, my God. You are like the king <laughs> oh of like mass ridings. <laughs> yeah, because... Yeah, that is amazing. Because with single rider, I always just walk straight on. So I get on oh, right. They had the single rider with that. As soon as I got off, I would immediately go back to the line and jump back on. There you go. Well, that's a good strategy. Well, yeah, that's one thing I always tell people with USJ. Use those single rider lines. Heck yeah. Seriously. I even managed to get quite a few rides on Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah well, that, that one, that one's good because usually the afternoon, the wait time drops significantly. Yeah. It yeah. shoots up in the morning, drops in the afternoon, and maybe spikes a little bit in the yeah. evening, but usually there's a big lull in the afternoon. Yeah. Usually. I don't recommend doing it multiple times in a row. <laughs> I did it three times in a row and I felt so sick afterwards. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> and I didn't learn my lessons. I did it again the next day. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I can only do that one once. Yeah. Afterwards, I need a little bit of a break. Um, yeah. It's a little like even though the Forbidden Journey, they got rid of the 3D glasses now, but. So I don't get as much like as motion sick anymore, but I still get a little a little queasy okay. afterwards. But um, uh, Patricia, yeah, are there any Universal attractions on your twenty lists? Well, okay, so on my top five, <laughs> Forbidden Journey is one of them, of course. Okay, um, because it's so innovative and like still like it, it kind of blows my mind. It's like it's so it's so perfect for that area as well. It's so creative. I I love it, and I love the Japan version um, because it has like a slightly slightly more like I feel like slightly more decorations or animatronics in the attraction, and the screen is just so beautiful and crisp. And I haven't even been on the newer version yet, so I I, I absolutely adore that attraction. Yes, you definitely need to do the new version. Michael, have you done the new version? Yeah, I did it. I. Sorry to be the bummer, but I wasn't a huge fan. <gasps> what? <laughs> the main, I thought it was improvement. The main reason for me is because I'm not a thrill-seeking person. Thrill uh, rides don't do much for me. I love thrill okay. rides. And a oh, lot of fair. it de- depends on the feeling of flying and being enchanted by that, and it just did nothing for me. Uh, I see, I see. <laughs> and the screen mm. just screams fake. It looked clear, but I just kept thinking, this isn't real. <laughs> But it kind of moves from the screen into, like, the animatronics. Like, that huge dragon, and you got, like, the Dementors, and that big tree, I, you know? Yep, I know, those were the best scenes, the fully set, but mm-hmm. as soon as I go back to the screen, some said, I just looked at my watch, let's just get back to the sets. Ah, I see, I see. I get it, I get it, for sure. But it was still good. Yeah, yeah it's... But I didn't make my top enough. ten, let alone my top five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair. Everyone has different tastes. Um, well, since we're still on Universal Studios, let's stick with that, I'm sure. I, um, I have another one. What is it? Okay. I don't know if, if you guys like it. I find this attraction hilarious. I, I freaking love it. And I know it's like it's like an older attraction, and like people might not think of it right away for their top five, but I really love the Mummy in Orlando. <laughs> I've never done it. Okay, okay, my husband's uh, never but- done it either, and I'm like, how could you have never ridden this? So it's the queue line is actually really, really good. It's pretty detailed, and it's got like a lot of interactive elements. Like there's like little effects that will turn the lights off and stuff like that, and it's really fun and and just like like a really good time. And then you get onto the attraction, right? And I think part of the reason I love this attraction so much is because 
Um, I, it's kind of like with the the USJ, like the what is it, the Sparkle Coaster? I forgot what it's called. Um, but like, I told my son, oh yeah, this is not um, like a roller coaster. It's it's like a dark ride, and because <laughs> I thought that's what it was at the time, um, and so we're riding. <laughs> And there's like all these skeletons popping up and I'm like, see, it's not so bad. And then the guy's like, now I'm going to feed your, your soul to the Magi. And then it's like this crazy coaster and there's like there's like fire on the ceiling. And it's like, ito spiritus, you know. <laughs> and my son is like screaming at the top of his lungs. <laughs> And it's, oh. it's like a mix of horror and comedy and like a mix of like animatronics with like a crazy like like almost like Space Mountain. And it just it's like a really, really fun attraction. And I, I adore it. Wow. <laughs> I've always wanted to experience it because of the fight count near the end. Enough, yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Okay. So, and then at the end, there's like a fake out scene. If you haven't written it, I don't want to give it away, but it's really, really funny. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it either. Yeah. You have just, yeah. just write it. Just write it. It's, it's, it's okay. scary right, so, and funny. So I'm going to be in Orlando. It's still open, right? Oh, it's still open. Okay. So I'll make a point of trying it. I would say it's a must do. Okay. I will do that just for you. <laughs> and then and imagine Kai. Um, I'm like, Kai, it's totally fine. And then imagine like when it starts going and, and you'll die laughing. <laughs> I'm a terrible mother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, Michael, are, do you have any other universal ones that, are, that made your list at all? Yeah, but I thought we'd just save our number ones for the very end. For myself... Uh, staying in the universal realm here, uh, the flying dinosaur. Oh, I thought that would coaster. be one. I absolutely love that coaster. Mm -hmm. So I'm not like I'm not a super hardcore roller coaster person, mm -hmm. um, but the flying dinosaur for me is a perfect mixture of thrills and just plain fun. Yeah. Um, the flying dinosaur, like for me, the flying dinosaur is just at like just at my maximum in terms of thrill because it's a pretty thrilling roller coaster. <laughs> like it's pretty intense. It is really in it's for like a like a universal coaster. It's very very intense. Um, and so like yeah, for me that's kind of my limit. But it's just so much fun. Mm -hmm. It is. It's just ridiculously fun. Like I can deal with the intensity. Just because the fun factor is just through the roof. Um, I think all of us have ridden it, right? I haven't ridden it. You haven't? No. Okay. Well, but you don't like you, thrill rides, you... right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. I'm, I also have a fear of heights. Okay. No. <laughs> then yeah, you yeah, should. Okay. Yeah, that one's. I think it has the longest drop. Yeah. In the world or something. It's just the restraint system that scares me. I'm fine with roller coasters if I feel like I'm secure. That I'm not gonna fall out. Oh, okay. So with how the flying dinosaur works, that you're kind of like double harnessed in. So they have one like a almost like a rubber thing that goes on your chest and it locks. So like you can kind of move around still, but you're locked in place. And then they have like the big the big one that goes over you as well. So you're kind of like locked in twice. Um, like for me, I'm. 
most roller coasters I don't like because of the restraints. And I feel like if I can't wiggle a little bit or like move, I, oh. I, I start panicking. If I'm too tight, like if I can't move just a little bit, yeah. I panic. Well, I'm the opposite. I start panicking if I'm too loose. <laughs> well, yeah, fair enough. Like I, I don't want to be like feel like I'm gonna fall out. Yeah. But I don't like being bolted down. I guess. Sure. If that makes any sense. So like with the flying dinosaur, because you're restrained twice, I feel like it's not like pressed on my chest really hard. It's not like Agenica. So Agenica, they really strap you in hard it's like almost painful fuji q highlight yeah <laughs> uh yeah michael don't ever do that one don't do that one yeah you'll cry you won't like it <laughs> that is like don't do any I did of the that. fuji q done... ones you probably won't like those although they're amazing if you like coasters i've done the ejanica twice both times i did not know who i was what what i was <laughs> when it was once the coaster was over, because that one's just ridiculous. I feel like that one's just really hard on your body more than anything else. It's just like whacking you <laughs> around, you know? It is. It is. I have plenty of experience oh. in that field. Most Australian coasters are rough. <laughs> I might get some flack for that, but... Aww. Oh, no, oh, I can agree with you, because I've been on some Australian as, roller coasters. As, some of them are pretty rough. As Arkham Asylum at Movie World, they used to sell Panadol in the gift shop. Oh, no. <laughs> when it was Lethal oh. Weapon. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, and, and Panadol is like the Australian version of like Tylenol, yeah. Advil kind of it's thing, right? Yeah. yeah. next to the coaster. That's not a good sign. <laughs> that is amazing. When I went on it, they changed the ride vehicle so it's not as bad. My mother turned to me and said, okay. do you really want to go on that? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um... Why don't we move uh, to Disney a little bit? We can get back to there. We, we've been on Universal for a little bit there. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to know we're not biased here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep it balanced. Yeah. I'm trying my best, trying my best. Um, so let's let's talk about Disney stuff. Um, Michael, I see there's a Disney attraction. Yep. Or there's a couple, actually. But Yeah, three of them at Disney. There's... Mystic Matter at four. Okay. And Journey yeah. to the Center of the Earth at three. Oh. That's a good one. Yeah. So why? Why is that at number three? I think it might be... Sorry, it's one of the most perfect attractions designed. I feel like I'm going to say that more than once. But <laughs> even fine. reading an interview with the lead designer, they covered it from every angle. One thing I'd thought about for years was, wouldn't it be cool if the ride vehicle actually launched off the track at the end? And it turns out they actually considered it. Oh, my God. There's concept art showing what it would have looked like if the ride vehicle had left the path. <laughs> you can tell it's just a real passion. Every corner has some level of detail or some thought into it. Yeah, Journey to the Center, center of the Earth, that is a theming, like, out the wazoo. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's in a volcano a 200-foot volcano like, that erupts fire. Yeah, it's in it's in the centerpiece of Disney Sea. Like, come on. How could, how is that not cool? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those attractions where every piece of it is part of the attraction, whether you're looking from outside, you know, walking around the park, to whether you're in the queue 
and you're learning the story there to when you're actually in the attraction like it it affects you from so many different angles it's very interesting in that way as well yeah they they thought of everything like from the queue like even before you even get into the queue <laughs> then once you're in there and then the lead up uh, in the elevator and, and, and like just, mentioning everything. the elevator like the terravators really remind me of the hydrolators that we used to have at sea base alpha in the living seas would have loved to have seen those right it really reminds me of that which is like so nostalgic and i love that they have those and i always found it cool that you're actually going up and not down yeah 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 mm. yeah that just shows you how well they did that. <laughs> so good um, so yeah, during the ascent of the earth, Patricia, do you have any that are at Disney Sea? I don't. I have an honorable mention <gasps> from Disney Sea. I know how crazy is that. Okay, so my one you know. honorable mention from Disney Sea, because <laughs> there's so many great uh-huh. attractions around the world, right? Is the Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, which okay, which it's it it has like that nostalgia factor. Um, it's just so detailed inside the attraction like there's so much going on and there's so much to see like to the point where they added those little flashlights you know it's amazing yeah i've gone at it so many times trying to find everything i can and you always see something new right yep yeah especially i love how in the queue there's a map for the variety for the section you actually go through in the ship graveyard oh yeah and one thing i feel that makes it unique is it's the only ride where you can truly feel alone yeah. If you get into a ride vehicle by yourself and you're sealed in, mm-hmm. it's unlike anything any other attraction can offer. It is. It's very intimate in a way. Yeah. And maybe a little cla- uh, claustrophobic. It could be. It could be. <laughs> a little bit. If you're if you're yeah. scared of enclosed spaces, eh, it's all it's it's worth it's worth doing. It didn't make my top five, but it didn't make mine either. It it was like an honorable mention. It would have made might have not for Mystic Manor. Ooh. <laughs> mm, very close, very close. Um, well, before we get to the U.S. parks, I want to kind of stay. I want to kind of stay in uh, Japan for a little bit here. Sure. Japan or Asia, because I have some attractions here that I absolutely adore. Okay. Um, Haunted Mansion Holiday Nightmare, I absolutely love. I will wait hours for that. I don't care. I will wait. It's amazing. I love it. I it's love amazing. it, love it, love it, And love it's it. amazing in any... Okay, so I have Haunted Mansion, all the versions <laughs> included. Like any version of Haunted Mansion, I love whether it's, like you said, the, the Holiday Nightmare here, the Holiday Nightmare from California, the regular version here, the, the Disney World version. I freaking love Haunted Mansion. And that was in my mm-hmm. top five as well. What about Phantom Manor? <laughs> I would consider that a different attraction. And that was in, I haven't written it, um, but I have that in, I had another list, (laughs) the attractions that I really, really want to try. um, And that's one of those, like one of the ones that I like most want to try is that one. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. I would say um, Phantom Manor is in a league of its own. Right. Like I've, I, I did that one back in 2012 and from what I remember, it is a great attraction. It really is. I haven't written it, but it's one of the few attractions that legitimately has scared me. Wow. (laughs) That's like one of my dream attractions. I remember when I dove in one night into all the history, a storm started and I started getting really freaked out. 
and all the sounds <laughs> were storm, and I'm like, I'm getting a little creeped out here. I mean, the soundtrack, the narration, it's really dark. I, it's yeah. like my dream, dream Haunted Mansion attraction. I really, really want to write it. You need to. Yeah. It's one of those, do. like, you, you must do it at some point before they close it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I, I think Phantom Manor is one of those attractions, like, I don't think they'll ever close in the foreseeable future, kind of like Haunted Mansion. Yeah. It's just one of those things. It's like a staple of the park. I don't think they'll... I know I'm saying this and I'm like crossing my fingers. Oh my gosh, please <laughs> never take it out. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Haunted Mansion Holiday Nightmare for me, I absolutely love it. It just started again here in Tokyo and there was no fast passes and then it had an hour wait. I didn't care. I waited for it. I'm not the biggest fan because I've never seen the original Haunted Mansion because of it. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I guess. I've seen the Japanese, but it doesn't have the English voiceover. Yeah, you're going to have to go over to, you're going to have to go over to Anaheim or Orlando there. Yeah, because every time we went there, it was the Haunted Mansion holiday. (laughs) Fair enough. They jacked up the attraction. Well, I guess for you, our winter up here is your summer. Yeah. It is indeed reversed. Yeah, so it's your summer holiday, so you're coming up here for holidays, but it's Christmas for us. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I have some at Shanghai. Do any of you have stuff at Shanghai? I don't see. I have an honorable okay. mention from Shanghai. Oh, Michael, you have been to Shanghai yet, correct? No, I haven't been. Have? Haven't been. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, uh, this is going to come at no surprise to anyone. Tron, 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 Tron is phenomenal i love that attraction so much it is just it is cool it's so cool that coolness factor yeah. is just up there and the tron is, soundtrack of course made like it's by daft punk <laughs> like come on i love daft punk so there you go <laughs> um phenomenal attraction yeah. and it's cool that it's coming to orlando um but yeah. i don't know to me the original is always going to be in shanghai <laughs> because <laughs> I got to ride that opening day. So it kind of holds a place in my heart, my heart for that one. Um, Very cool. And again, it's one of those attractions that looks gorgeous from the outside as well. Yeah, they as did such inside. a good job with that. It's ridiculous. So yeah, Michael, when you finally get to Shanghai, you need to do Tron. Yeah, I haven't watched any <laughs> videos of Shanghai at all. Whoa, that's some good restraint. That's exciting. So you'll get to experience everything fresh. I love that. I love that you do that because I do the same thing. Yeah. I don't want to ruin anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Believe me, it hasn't always Uh, been easy. (laughs) Oh, I believe you. I definitely believe you. Um, And then this is going to kind of finish off my list and then we can kind of move on to your guys, (laughs) the rest of your guys' list. Because I know you have some um, attractions that aren't in Asia. Um, the Pirates of the Caribbean in Shanghai Disneyland, phenomenal. It's my son's favorite attraction, hand down, hands down. And I put it as my honorable, again, another honorable mention, because there's so mm. many good attractions. Like, if it was a top ten list, it would be easier. You know, like, picking five That's is so, true. so difficult. It's just, yeah, everything about Pirates is perfect. I just, I, it's so good. But I don't want to ruin anything for Michael. <laughs> I was actually a little concerned before this podcast. Like, I hope that I don't spoil it. <laughs> don't worry, I, I won't. I won't spoil it. We won't spoil Just it. Know but but the experience good. is amazing. It is good. It is worth that. Trust me. Okay, so enough about Asia. Let's kind of move over to uh, the other side of the world. Yeah. 
Let's start off. Uh, Michael, let's uh, let's go with your next one here. Yeah, my number two is Horizons at Epcot. Ooh. And this is a very emotional pick because I didn't get to see Horizons. I was five when it was torn down. You were, oh no! Yeah, but the reason I'm such a fan was when I really started getting to the Disney theme parks. I, people, I was going, watching all the attractions for, that I hadn't got to see. And Horizons always stood out. It was really cool. It's such a, it's such a shame that it's gone now. Yeah, when we were kids, it was it was a really really neat attraction. There's very little I wouldn't give to to see it. I think it's just the most perfect attraction ever built. It's also got the ambition very few attractions can match. It was the nine-story building. It had two IMAX theaters. There were so many different art yeah. styles and sets. I feel like that attraction yeah. screamed Epcot, right? And like just old everything Epcot. was perfect, even the narration. They weren't trying to be overly funny or serious. They just sort of a hard thing to explain. <laughs> and the background music, I could listen to that all day. Some of that music can get me to tear up, particularly when you get to the future for the first time. That music's just enchanting. I never got to experience it, so I have like I have no input on this <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah, it also hit at a time where I was going through teenage angst, all the world's terrible, and what's the point of it all? Yet that message oh. of the future's bright and tomorrow's... Yeah, there's, like, hope. It just fills me with such hope. Yeah. And it's very, like, very inspiring, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, what I wouldn't give to see it in person. So I'm, just, mm. I'm just imagining just trying to see some of those nine-story sets as the whole space scene. Yeah, how crazy yeah. is that? As video footage can never truly capture it all. Just got to yeah. hope somebody makes a 3D recreation for VR. <laughs> Oh, that's true. There you go. <laughs> the closest I ever get. Yeah, it's always a shame when you like see these attractions that have closed and you think, I wish I got to do that. It's not like TV shows and movies where most of the time sure. they're going to survive. You can always re-experience them. Yeah. For myself, I, I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier. So this is not Disney related, but I know you're going to know this, Michael. Yeah. The, the Gremlins attraction. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That one, because Gremlins is like my absolute favorite movie, especially Gremlins 2. I've watched that movie, I kid you not, probably a couple hundred times. And when I found out there was a Gremlins attraction, and it was in Australia and Germany, yeah. and oh then it obviously they're closed. Yeah. Um, so I'm never going to be able to do them. Yeah, I didn't um, get to experience it either. Oh, so I know, I know the feeling. 100% because yeah. I, I feel that way. Not for Horizons, unfortunately, but for the Gremlins attraction. <laughs> we got to do a podcast about like our favorite retired attractions because I actually had a separate list, no surprise, for retired yeah. attractions that yeah, are really, that, really good. That's a whole episode. Another episode. Do we... That's a whole episode, episode, right? That. Should. That's a we good really idea. Should. Um, so, Trish, okay. I don't think we're done your list yet. No, my list, um, we're still missing okay. two attractions. And I think these are in the U.S. Well, one is. One's everywhere. Well, one is one is, is one is at all the parks. And I really like the Tokyo Disneyland version, actually. Um, one of them is Splash Mountain. Oh, yeah. Um, just be... Yeah. Right? Um, just because, like, when they opened that, it was, it was really... And it still is, like, a really impressive attraction, right? Like, you're so used to, like, those log flume rides, and they're really, like, basic. 
And, you know, it's just like about getting splashed in the fall and everything. But this attraction is so, so detailed. And, and for the time, you know, it was just so, so much more detailed than the other um, attractions in the park when they opened it. And I remember being so excited watching it get built, you know, and like seeing the, the construction come along. It was really, really exciting. And then going inside for the first time, all the animatronics, all the details, like those throwbacks, um, like the like the the boat at the end with like the chickens, like the throwback to California. And like it's just and, and it's got like it's got like thrills and chills. It's a little scary at the end. You know, it's it's just like a really like we were talking about like a perfect attraction. That's like for me, one of those perfect attractions, like everything works. A few years ago, it would have been in my top five before I went to Tokyo, Disney, and Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's the soundtrack that sells it. Oh, the soundtrack is amazing, too. And you got to remember when it was built, you know? Yeah. It's not It's not a young attraction. No, but it stands up today. It It does. I agree 100% on that one. Yeah, I do that ride so often if, anytime I'm in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Single rider line. <laughs> it's all about that single rider line for sure and trish you have uh, one more here okay what so is this it? one is from animal kingdom um <clears throat> flight of passage oh, i'm I mean, so excited it, for this one you, you're gonna enjoy it so much it's just so creative and so interesting and it's just really really a lot of fun um and and unexpected like and 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 that's one of the few like walt disney world attractions where it's kind of like I would say the queue and everything is like Disney Sea level. Like the queue is part of the attraction. Um, it's it's just amazing. I I was really impressed by it. Oh, I, I, can't, I can't wait to do it. I hope to see it one day. I have no idea what it's about or what happens. Go and go in blind and and just try it. Because I I went in kind of blind. I hadn't seen any videos. I had an idea. I knew you were flying because it's flights of passage. <laughs> you know, it's in the title. But I didn't know what was going to happen or what it was going to be about or even the queue i had seen some things from the queue but like it wasn't anywhere near what the entirety of the queue is so it's it's like a really really interesting attraction to me what about you guys do we have all of your list already or no we still have michael has one more i think i did all yep. mine right Ooh. yes i did all mine okay so we can finish off with michael's number one okay my number one choice is one no one else would pick but i will not change my opinion because of that okay. and that choice is <laughs> Superstar limo, and that's my final answer. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a highly despised attraction, but it's time it got a critical re-evaluation. While the goal for most attractions is to offer an experience that shouldn't be possible, this was one of the few that instead offered an awesome interpretation of our own reality, and I'm saddened <laughs> that it was so short-lived. And it's a ride that easily could have been updated. Such as, can't you imagine a narrator saying when we get to Muscle Beach? And speaking of muscle, here's the Iron Man himself, Robert Dowie Jr. <laughs> I don't know. And it also had such great writing such as, how could you not consider? And how about a map to your house, Drew Carey, the greatest comeback line of all time. <laughs> and finally, as I feel as I'm about to be ejected from the podcast, I have to mention the greatest Disney, no, the greatest character of all time, Swifty, our new agent. The fact that he's a total stereotype that offers nothing original is what makes him so great. <laughs> I'm not being serious. <laughs> and yes, I did script that. Okay. <laughs> I was getting concerned. 
I was kind of thinking, I'm like, what's going on? What's happening? Did we enter an alternate reality? <laughs> that was good. You got us. Yep, so I should say my real number one now. Okay. Oh, okay. That... <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure. I was like, are you serious? Is God he not? Knows. I can't tell. Superstar Limo is one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I almost picked Enchanted Tiki Room under new management to do the fake oh, argument. Oh my God, but that one was I the could worst. Not defend. so bad. But I watched the video of it, got six minutes in saying, I cannot defend this. I cannot make a fake no. argument. Yeah, nothing can <laughs> save that one. <laughs> okay. Okay, so my... what is your real number one? <laughs> my real number one is Back to the Future Veride. Oh. That might be a bit predictable to some. But Nostalgic. It... Yeah. Because it's the one that got me into theme parks in the first place. Back to the Future was the first movie I ever saw. And then I mm-hmm. saw a promotional for the ride and I was just, I have got to experience this. I cannot believe it's a place where fiction is reality where the impossible can happen so it was a dream all my life literally as far as i could remember was to ride it and i almost never did oh oh why is that the first time we went to the states it closed the day we left australia oh no oh no and i was pretty gutted i actually cried when i realized it was going to be gone And this is one I'd hyped for years and years and years. I even played this terrible GameCube game called Universal Adventure, where you run around Universal Studios and ride rides. (laughs) (laughs) Now, don't play it. It wasn't very good at all. (laughs) Fair enough, yeah. But I had to experience it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I almost did it because I said, I'll get to Japan one day and I'll ride it there. Then in April of 2016, they announced it was closing there as well. Right, yeah, I remember that. And I, was, I remember that day. And I, was, and I was very depressed for 12 days. I just said, that's it, I didn't accomplish my biggest life goal. <laughs> Again, mm-hmm. not my biggest, but... Then literally on April 13th of 2016, I was again just trying to distract myself from this fact. And I fought for a laugh. What if I could go to Japan? <laughs> So I went to a flight booking site to see the flights, typed in how to get to Tokyo Disney, your site came up. (laughs) And I just started thinking, and an hour later, I just thought, I could actually do this. Oh, wow. And less than a month later, just a bit over a month later, I was off. And it was the most terrifying experience of my life, because I'd never traveled alone, let alone to another country where English isn't the main language. Mm Mm-hmm. It was terrifying, and it was a lot of hassle, but it was worth it. There's a lot of faults with the ride, but it just... It's one of those rides where it did exactly what it said. It gave you that ultimate escape. Stepping into a DeLorean, being able to type the keypad, and fly through time. No other theme park experience is going to match it for me. (laughs) Yeah. I got to do that... I did it back in 2003 and the one here, Universal Studios Japan. Um, I remember doing that. I think I did it once or twice. I can't remember exactly, but um, I remember it it was a lot of fun. I I do remember that. Unfortunately, I don't remember too much because I haven't. Obviously, that was a long time ago. But Michael, I am so happy that you got to do it, though. That is amazing. And that is amazing that like. Our website came up and yep. 
It was like, one of the not, first sites I came across. Like, not to toot our own horn a little bit, but um, <laughs> you would say, I guess, we had a big hand in that yeah. to help you get over here? I did rely on the site quite a bit. That is, that is amazing. That yeah. is, like, that makes me so happy. <laughs> so yeah. happy to hear that because, like, that is why we do this. Yeah. Right, Trish? Like, we do this so people can do these things. And Michael, that story is just, that makes me so happy. It really does. It just, and it shows that, yeah. you know, if you're thinking about taking a trip to Asia and you're kind of like on the fence, you're a little worried, um, be brave. Be like Michael. And, and you never yeah. know what's going to happen. It's going to be an amazing time. It's going to be an adventure no matter what. And you'll have you'll have a story to tell, you know, and, and, and you'll get to try new things. So give it a shot, you guys. Yeah, I don't regret doing that for a second. It was probably one of my greatest life decisions. <laughs> that is fantastic. And now you've been to Hong Kong too. Yeah. Yep. And hopefully Shanghai at some point. In the future. <laughs> Not sure when yeah. I'll get there, but I will one day. Very cool. Yes. So make it happen, Michael. I know you can. I know you will. Yeah. I'm going to you... Hong Kong again this year. Oh, nice. good. But but I'm not getting to Shanghai. <laughs> it's a little tricky with the visas. I can kind of understand that. It's just a bit but, more expensive as well. For sure. Yeah, it's a little further to go and stuff. But yeah, yeah, keep an eye out for those flight sales. You never know, right? I was going to say, before we go, I never got to say my honorable mentions. Oh, let's do the honorable okay, mentions. Yeah. You too, Chris. I want to hear yours. Like, real yeah, so quick, I'll do mine quick. quickly. Okay. Yeah. Looney Tunes River Ride at Movie World. Ooh. That was my first real dark ride, <laughs> and it was mm-hmm. a great one. The Animation Lobby at DCA, that was my first Disney attraction. I know it's just the room with a bunch of screens, but it's amazing. Soarin', which was my first proper Disney ride. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jaws almost got in at Universal Studios Japan. Jaws was on my honorable mention. No, on my retired list. And in my yep. honorable mentions list. Yep. And Bermuda Triangle at SeaWorld. Should I, we Aussies could get it done. <laughs> Great little ride. Uh, Patricia, yours? I had 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, um, the Fuji Q right. Highland Haunted Hospital, because it's amazing. Okay. Pirates at Shanghai. Oh, no. And then under Retired Attractions, Cinderella Castle Mystery Tour, of course. Mickey Mouse Review, because it's so charming. The Great Movie Ride at MGM, which I loved so much and was so sad that it's closed now. I got it. I didn't get to see oh, that. I loved it so much. We would always I ride got it. it. I got it. I almost rode it. I almost rode ah, it. It's gone, but it'll always live on in yeah. our memories and on YouTube. Um, and you know what? Yeah. I forgot to add Meet the World um, from Disneyland. <gasps> yeah. Uh, yeah, Sherman Brothers. Meet the How world. can you not love it? What about you, Chris? What were your honorable mentions or retired attractions? Um, honorable mentions, I'd say Mount Everest. Ooh, very cool. Animal Kingdom. And as for, I guess for over here, can't believe I'm actually going to say this, Storm Rider. Storm Rider! Yes! As much as I particularly didn't care for the attraction, I appreciated it because it fit the theme of Port Discovery. Heck yeah, yeah. Heck yeah I did. <laughs> Throw it enough of me saying I almost rode it. I almost rode it. Storm Rider forever. Should have. Yes. It closed the week after, the week before I got there. No. Oh no. <laughs> you have really I... bad timing, Michael, <laughs> for a lot of things. <laughs> the problem was I wasn't planning on going to Japan. I had just a month to plan everything. 
<laughs> that is amazing. Oh my goodness. So, Michael, thank you, thank you so much for coming on the show again. We really do appreciate it. And it was really good just to talk about our favorite attractions. Yeah. It was a really fun and topic. So thanks for for bringing it. You know, it really yeah. was. Yeah. And it's just good to hear what people think about, like, why an attraction is a, a favorite of theirs. Because mm. yeah. there's, there's always something, there's always a personal reason, of course, yeah. behind that. And it's always, I always think it's very interesting to hear why. So why why I love these it. lists. I like to hear as many opinions as I can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we go, um, Trish and I have to thank some explorers who are contributing to our Patreon. Um, so really quickly here, uh, I'll start. Okay. How's that sound, Trish? Okay. So big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Alex, Angela, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Bryson, Carl, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Darren, Dave, David, Disney It Girl, and Holly. Okay, and a big thank you to JP and Jane. Thank you, Jess and Kathy, Thank you, Lee and Leanne, Marie. Thank you, Sarah, Sophie, Thomas, Timothy, Tracy, and Murray. And if you haven't subscribed already, make sure you do so on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. And don't forget to rate and review us there as well. Leave us a nice review and it'll help people find our show. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplore.com. And you can find us on our website at tdrexplorer.com. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, all those places at TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer. And I am the one wishing that I could have rode the Gremlins attraction. I really wish that happened, but it's not going to. But okay. Anyway. <laughs> Too bad. Scooby time. <laughs> <laughs> and joining as always is the beautiful Patricia. Hey, it's me, Trish. Uh, you can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can find me reminiscing about traumatizing my child on various attractions, <laughs> like the mummy. <laughs> um, so when you ride that, think about me and my little baby screaming in terror. Um, love you guys. Uh, thank you so much, Michael, for coming today and yep. keep exploring. It was fun. Yes, Michael, it was good fun. And hopefully we will see you again very soon. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Until next time. Bye.